Tokai. We had the players being introduced to their squads. Uh, kindly, I believe it was not Kim, it was Zoe and Mitch's characters were kindly introduced to the ass whooping that was about to happen to them. Um, I believe your Kim's character um, was about to start learning about the different cultures and the tent squad. Yeah, yes, the uh, the tall, handsome bird man told me to start learning different squads uh, and peoples and cultures, so I got yes, sent down within the big tower to with a book and told to start reading. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. I pissed off a cat. You pissed off a cat. Yep. You pissed off a cat? Yeah, the big kitty. He didn't like it. Oh, the lion, yeah. Yeah, the big kitty. He didn't like it that I called him a kitty. Yeah, no, he was going to beat your ass for that. Uh, and we had the two that aren't here today, but we had the uh, the herbalist, Smells Coat Pass, uh, and we had the person that was going to get the shit kicked out of Mother Crow. Absolutely but, get fucking clapped there. But they didn't show up this week, so we'll have to do that story next week. Or next time. On- we will, we will continue the story, or we will continue their training next time. Uh, this time around, we're going to start off with them... And we're going to talk about how their introductions and their hazing rituals go. Yay! <laughs> oh, boy. I'm in danger. Oh, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> um, we'll start with um, Squad 11. That would be Mitch's character and Zoe. Mitch, Zoe, can you introduce yourselves real quick? Um, oh, no, no, I'm in, the, I'm in the 10th. Oh, crap, sorry. Forgot we got two Mitches in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, yeah, there is. Ignore me. My yeah. Mitch. My Mitch. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that right now. Um hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone. I'm Mitch. I play uh Mizukaze, the lovable, funnable, uh wants to fight everything, two swords swinging sword saint of the group. And I am Zoe. I am Yoshiro Mitsurugi. Um Right now, he's just kind of about to get on his shit real quick, but uh, he's about to get his shit pushed in basically right quick. Like, But yeah, it's going to be fun. And Kim, we'll have you introduce your character when we get to you. Okie doke. Alright, so for now, I guess we'll start with uh, where we left off last time with you two. You two being picked up by the giant kitty cat, and promptly uh, both of you two being manhandled and walked inside. As you two walk inside the tent, you are inside the, the tower. He is very angry. And, but you can also tell he's very tired. Um, you two are walked downstairs to where there is a larger opening to where it's almost like a underground cavern type situation. Where there is a large chamber, as if the tower was only just an entrance. And as you guys walk down, he go he takes a right on the first floor and just dumps you in the right hallway from the stairs and proceeds to just have you all go into the first door. He just he just points at the door and says, Go in and meet your your roommates. And then just walks up upstairs. And as he walks upstairs, you all just hear a big What will you two do? 
Mizu's going to reluctantly open up the door and walk in. This is so dumb. Uh, As you walk in, you are immediately greeted with, like, three massive figures. Oh. The first one, um... All th- as soon as you open the door, all three turn and look at you with just like a very big grin on their face. And, they, and uh, one of the taller gray ones uh, looks to the rest of the group and says, Oh, look at that. New mate. The other one, which is um, the, second, the second tallest one, which was a more red in skin, uh, very, very big and fluffy hair and has two massive horns on his forehead. Um, goes. Oh, I'm assuming we got new, 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 new recruits. Is that what you li- that you little are? And you see the the third small, the the third tallest one, uh, just sitting in the corner on his bonk, just uh, taking care of like his very big axe. He is a he is green in skin nature, and here you can see very big tusks coming out from his jaws. Um, hi, I don't do introductions, so out of my way. And he just pushes his way through the people in front of the door. Immediately, one of them just kind of like puts their arm in the way and just says, Oi, 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 you got an unpacking order around here, you newbies. We, you seniors. If you're going to do this, introduce yourself. Mizu sighs, and as he does, he goes, he nods, and he goes, Hi, I am the man who fornicated with your mother last night. Promptly, you get a cross punch across the face. Oh, can I so totally try and block that? You can absolutely, you can make an attempt, I'll tell you that. Alright, what am I rolling? Uh, Very good, sir. Make it uh, either an athletics or okay, hold on. a dexterity so, step. So, if that doesn't work out, can I use one of my focus abilities that I have? Wait, no, I don't have... Hold on, let me see if I have the focus ability right now. I gotta make sure I have the right one. Okay, yes, I do have technically a deflection ability if I'm allowed to use it if uh, this doesn't work out. So, what was uh, dexterity or athletics? Uh... uh... What's your AC? Uh, first and foremost, uh, fourteen. Uh, fifteen just beats. Uh, you get a cross to the jaw immediately, and you take uh, a, what is unarmed the D ten, I believe, right? Oh, it was a D four. D four. Yeah. You get a four damage right to your jaw, and, and he just goes ah. Uh, And then you just hear, like, the the gray guy go, (laughs) He's got spirit. I like him. You know, your mother hit a lot better after I was done with her. And as he does that, he's going to take... another punch. As he does that, he's going to take the hilt of his blade, and he's going to just jam it into the guy who uh, punched at him. All right, roll to hit. All right, so I'm going to throw a D6, or a plus 6 at this bitch. Uh, A 19. That does hit. Roll for damage. That would be a... Since it's not a full-on sword, I'm going to say, if you're doing it with just a butt, roll... D4? 
roll at disadvantage because you're having to do it like a, at a, at a you have to do it at a very disopportune time. All right, so I'll roll again just to see if it hits. Uh, seventeen. Still hits. Go ahead. All right, so I'm going with a D4 since it is just like the butt end of the blade. Uh, yep. Am I adding my dexterity to it because it, I am technically proficient with the weapon? Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. So with that being said, it is a eight or it is eight points of damage. As soon as you do that, you kick up a layer of dust, and as you are waiting for the dust to settle down, you're a bit you're you're a bit confident. You feel like you you did a good strike right to the kidney. As the dust settles a bit, uh, you see him just the the this very tall, gray skinned man. Um, just staring at you with a big old smile on his face, and he goes, "Oh, look at that! That's cute." Anyway, he kind of like pats you on the shoulder. I'd save that for tonight. And he just kind of like walks off as if what you did did absolutely nothing to him. So, did the big boss tell you what to do tonight? I really wasn't paying attention, honestly. All I know is that I'm fighting, I think. It's what we do, isn't it? Just fight? You're thinking a lot more simple than it is. It's, yeah, basically just fight. But, we have fun with it. I'm listening. You know that thing you did where you, you came in beforehand as that big old Coliseum? Yeah. They got that idea from us. The people who made that were former squad mates that couldn't cut the jib, so that's, that's baby hour. We got a whole tournament, especially for you newbies. What's going to happen today is, and he's going to point over to Zoe, both used tools is going to comes in, and you guys is going to fight us. One at a time. Until the boss lady decides she wants a part. If she decides she wants a part. All depends on if you're boring or not. I don't know. Last time she sent the kitty in. I'm, I'm curious. Are we using real weapons or are we going to mm. be little pussies about it and use wooden swords? They all just kind of look at you for a second and start laughing their asses off. Buddy, if you ain't using a real weapon, you're gonna fucking die. As soon as, soon as that is said, a giant smirk forms on Mizu's face and goes, I like your style. I'm gonna like it here. Perfect. Now, quiet one over there. He's gonna point over to, uh, Mitsu, uh, was it Mitsurugi? Yeah. You're not talking a lot. What's your deal? No, I'm just kind of basking in this uh, glorious room of yours, which is ours now, I guess. Oh, they stuck you with us? Shit. Well, um, per tradition, you all have cleaning duty for the first week. Well, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? Eh, shitty room. Um, hey, that guy... Cleaning isn't really our forte. That guy uh, who threw that punch, um, where, where's his toothbrush? Oh, I haven't even fucking actually said my name yet. 
Nice to meet you. I'm Tusk. They call you that because of the tusks on your face, or uh, no, no, no. Right I'm, you're talking the tusk face over there. Uh, that's Axe over there. Um, he. Wait a minute. You guys aren't from here, are you? I'm. Okay, so it, are you talking from Tetra or what? No, no, we're all from Tetra. You're not from Tetra, are you? I'm born no. in Tetra, but I was raised in the Soul Society. Then let me let me give you a little rundown. My name is Tusk. I'm well, I'm what's called a Goliath. That Tusky guy you're talking over there. His name is Axe, on the habit of him having the big-ass axe. He's called an orc. The John gentleman over here that's been drinking up a storm, and he kind of points over to the, the red-skinned big buff guy that currently is just drinking the, f- the shit out of the bottle right now. Him? He's Dagabuturo. Dead by 20? I just call him Daga for short. Dagabuturo. Uh-oh. That sound like dead by 20, but okay, whatever. Fuck it, call him whatever you want, I don't really think he cares. Alright. He is what's referred to as an Oni. Oh. Maybe you're gonna do some shit here? Uh, I'm assuming y'all's is... Human? Humies? But, yeah, you kinda got it on the marker there. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't get a lot of use here. Yeah, we're on the account that y'all's are quite smalls. Yeah, I can see that. Look at all you giants just roaming around here making us feel like assholes for being small. But guess what? When you take us to that little battle arena or whatever, yeah, we're gonna really prove ourselves there. <laughs> you remind me of my doggy. Small, <laughs> but hurt like hell when they bit. Did he just call me a mutt? I think he was. A, I think he, I was <laughs> gonna say what he has a lot of bark, no bite. Oh, that's that's perfect. You guys are fucking funny. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be fun. Anyway, he's gonna like uh, throw you to uh, both a like a, a pillow and a bunk sheet, and just says. Here, we take this side. We take the right side of the room. You two can have the left side of the room. And on the left side of the room, you can see a um, just a, a bunk bed. Decide who gets what. I really don't give a shit. But I would recommend getting a little bit of rest. Yeah, that that. You guys are gonna be very very busy. That jaw, that little jack to the jaw was not my idea of a good time. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to just go and relax. And he just goes, walks over to the bunk bed, climbs to the top, and goes, I call dibs on the top. And he just puts the sheet over and lays down. Less work for me, then. I'll take the bottom. Easy for me to just get up and go. And with that, we are going to cut over to Kim's character. Kim, can you give an introduction to yourself? Him. Oh, yeah, yes, there yes, yes. There you are. There you are. Uh, unmute, but no Yes, I am playing Wakumi, a uh, a huntress woman. 
who sounds like me for some reason. Don't worry about it. She ate a poison <laughs> frog when she was a little girl. But yes, she well, is. Stuck in my throat and now it just sounds like this. Yes, basically. Uh, yep, she's up in the 10th division because she grew up, you know, crappy little backwoods and now wants to see anything she can. Um, yeah, and you were stationed over with Squad 10, which is the cultural and monsterology squad, essentially. Yes. Uh, the Squad 10 is the squad that studies monsters and cultures of different parts of the Soul Society and is the major point for understanding monsters. Which was the focal point of what you want to do in your character, right? Yes. Perfect, perfect. Alright, with that being said, uh, we can cut back to where we left off with you, which was going downstairs. As you're going downstairs, you were instructed to go down and basically grab a book. While on the way down there, um, you see a elf. You, you, you know a little bit about this place, right? Um, or has your character specifically only ever been in the Soul Society? Oh, she, she was only ever in Soul Society. Uh, then, then in that case, you see a person, um, a v- very, very beautiful person, walk up to you with blonde hair, uh, elongated, sharp ears, and green gym-like eyes. Walks up and goes, "Hi, hi! Uh, you're the the new person, right?" Uh, yes, yes, I'm Makumi. Uh, Captain nice told me to come down and start grabbing a book here. Perfect, perfect. We've actually been needing for more people to um. Come in, actually. So here, here, here's a book. Um, she hands you a book that's like bound with like very thick leather, and um, there's a mix of different types of pages, and you can tell like from just the pages themselves, they're all handwritten, and you can tell that this has been put together from like many, many years of like information. Some the pages in the beginning are very old, are much older than the pages at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can take a very a good estimate that this is just a book they've been adding information to over the years. She goes, um, perf- you're actually just in time. If you, um, which kind of person are you trying to be here? Are you trying to be one of the monster studies, or are you trying to be one of the cultural studies? I, I'd say more on the monsters. My training was about fighting Hollow, so I think keeping up with that would be the best option for me right now. Perfect, perfect. Um, since you're from the Eastern branch, um, you would be more familiar with the Hollows. So, in that case, you actually came at the great time because we're doing biopsies right now. Oh. Would you like to go and learn a little bit more about the creatures? Sure, of course. Perfect. We have currently four going on right now. You can either do the Tetra branch version, the Eastern branch, the uh, the Western Branch or the American Branch. Or if you would like, we have the Southern Branch and the Northern Branch also. Since you're more of the Eastern Branch, I would recommend going one of the other four. Uh, yes, as my, my mission was to be assigned here in Tetra, I suppose going to that would be best for me right now. See what perfect. type of unique creatures you have here. Perfect, perfect. In that case, we're actually starting off with the things you're probably going to be seeing most of then. Uh, the first one studying is, uh, pro- is going to be a goblin. She, uh, she's going to start walking and like uh, downstairs and it's going to kind of like motion for you to follow her. Mm-hmm. And as she's walking down, she just uh, looks over to the side, like a sidewall where there's a, uh, a giant bulletin board, looks around for a second and grabs a clipboard and just says, 
Alright, grab a clipboard for notes and come with me. Alright, uh, yep, Kumi will do that. She'll grab a clipboard, a little pen. Perfect. Uh, this is for your notes section. Uh, the first thing we're going to be discussing today is goblins. You're going to be seeing much more of these than I'd like to admit. Uh, I believe I've already seen one of these people before. Uh, Captain Gyozo, I believe they are. Oh, you've met him. Uh, he's um, unique. However, uh, he is one of a goblin, yes. I'm sorry, that's probably wrong to say. No, 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 no. Um, you are absolutely correct. In fact, um, he is a very special form of goblin. High in sentience, abnormally so. Usually, when it comes to goblins, they are more of the intelligence of a child. Which is not to say they are dumb by any means. It's in fact, means they're quite crafty. Uh, going into that, we actually have... Um, they're, they're, as you guys are going downstairs talking, uh, you go by like where the entrance to the first round is, she starts taking you underground. So similar to how the other squads have the underground that they follow, um, every tower has an area underneath in which they deal with any type of like uh, their specialties, like for... Squad 10, they have a research center underneath ground where they have biopsies, autopsies, um, information storage, and libraries. She explains this to you as you go down. And uh, as you guys get to the second floor, she looks to you and says, All right, I realize I've been quite rude. I haven't even introduced myself. Uh, nice to meet you. I am Holly. Uh, I have been a member here for a while. Um, and if you would be so kind, please do not gag or throw up. Uh, that has a tendency to happen on the first time doing biopsies. Alright, yeah, sure thing, I'll do my best. Alrighty then, come on in. And she opens up the, like, this big heavy metal door, mm -hmm. and inside is just a, almost feels like an ice box. Just everything's very cold, and there's like a lot of mist and steam coming off. Um, as you walk in, you see that there is a crowd of people surrounding a table. And on the table, you see, uh, there is two types of people. Or there, there are two types of uh, bodies. The first is a very small, very similar to, um, the captain you had met before, which you can only assume is the goblin. And on the other is a much larger body. Um, do you have me a perception roll? Okay. Uh, ten. Then I'll say with that, you're able to notice the, the, the tag on the big one is um, roll. Uh, but as you see Holly walk up, uh, Holly uh, snaps her fingers and gets the attention of the entire group. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, today we're going to be joined by a new member of our class, uh, new member of the Autopsy and Research Division. Uh, your name was Wakumi, right? Yes, yes, ma'am. Meet Wakumi, everyone. And everyone just kind of very shyly introduces themselves. Like, oh, hello, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wakumi will like, give a little wave and say hello to, to them who say to her. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, as we go through, we are going to do just a quick little autopsy. And the first thing we need to know is the intelligence of the goblins. Goblins are one of the, uh, the second most adaptive creature that is in Tetra. They are very, very... Uh, intelligent for monsters so much so that they have their own underground society often 
whenever you find them in the groups, they have an own. They have you often have a hierarchy. They speak their own language, and they are around the intelligence of a child. This can be very difficult to deal with because they often that means they like to make traps in their homes. So when you guys are all going out on different operations, you need to know that these guys are no joke. Uh, and first off, as soon as she says that, she's like, good, now we can get on to the fun stuff. Uh, immediately she just puts on, like, rubber gloves and starts, like, pulling out a, what looks like a butcher knife. And immediately starts to cut open, just like it started doing basic dissection and whatnot of the goblins. It's, from what you know, Wakumi, it's similar to that, the biology of that of a, uh, a human mm-hmm. or any other creature. Just a different version of it, with that being, it's like tinier in different places. Um, as she goes through and just talks about them, she gives you a little bit of information about a goblins, how they adapt, how there's different types of goblins, how they can interact. They interact differently, and that there's just different hierarchies in them. And as soon as she gets done with that, she goes, Now, this one over here, and she points over to the big body uh, with the label troll on it, and she says, This is a very interesting find. We often don't get these in this condition due to the nature of what they are. Looks over to Akumi. You don't know what this is. This is probably the first time you've seen this. This is what's called a troll. A troll is very, very dangerous in Tetra. And is very difficult to kill. I believe you are more familiar with hollows, and you can kind of see a familiarity with them. When it comes to trolls, they have the ability to heal themselves. And they are overall, as you can see from the giant body here, absolute monstrosities of strength and defense. The best thing to do about this is to hit them with fire. Often at times, this can get rid of their, def- their defensive nature, and it prevents them from being able to heal. Doing this when a fight is predominantly what we recommend, as it is the most effective way of dealing with them. Um, and going forward, she does keep going with like the autopsy of it. Uh, she says, one of the best ways to take out a troll in our... Um, in our opinion, is to set it on fire and then to either take out the heart or take off the head. That's one of my favorite ways to do about it, and that's what I usually did in the field. Um, if you have any other ideas or you find anything else, please report back and let us know. That being said, be over- that, that would be pretty much it for the overall lesson on the monsters today. Um, if you wish, we have three other exhibits going on. If you wish to learn about them, please let us know. And she looks over to Wakumi and says, would you like to, learn, would you like to go to the other exhibits today? Or? Well, well, I suppose if they're open, these ones, you know, she's been taking notes on here. They seem, for the most part, I can wrap my head around them. That They're organic, still creatures. They don't disappear like hollows do. And uh, they just a different walk of life. I mean, I've hunted different animal, so it's just that, but bigger and greener. Essentially, yes. The... So, you have two, you have three options currently. You can either go to the North, West, East... Sorry, not the, the North, West, or American branch. Or the South branch. 
Well, I maybe that American branch because I I met someone earlier today who was from there. Yeah, I think he called them guns. He had these weird little metal cylinders that he said fired things out of them. Ah, yes, you're talking. The Americans carry a different form of weaponry than most do. Yeah, the so... Americans have adopted a form of uh, weaponry known as guns, and that is how they hunt most of their monstrosities. Yes, well, to the point, uh, I met someone from there, so I suppose see what they have to fight with. Why they feel the need to use those. Uh, well, I can give you a brief understatement as we walk to them. Uh, as And she just asks you to follow her, and explains while they're walking there and, and starting the talking with the, class, the rest of the class, as soon as you get into the, the, the room. Um, the American branch ha- follows uh, the gun philosophy as most of their monstrosities are pretty much impervious to all forms of weaponry. Normally, rather than being affected by certain types of weapons or weapons at all, they are r- more often than not uh, injured by different types of metals. And seeing, um, we have actually a couple of examples here today, which is known as a vampire and a werewolf. The vampire has two distinct, ver- uh, couple of different versions of it. Nosferatu, blah 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 Count Dracula, I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh, but what they are predominantly are known for is being bloodsuckers and very much allergic to the sun. And that sense is that they prefer to be in the nightlight, they're nocturnal. And as, you, and as she says that, she kind of pulls up the, the lips of them and says, as you can see here, these are fangs. This is to, to get the, the nourishment, which is from blood, which is what they suck. Uh, these are very difficult to fight, as there are only a few ways to go about it. These are nigh-immortal creatures, and some of the only ways to do it as, that the Americans have found is either silver bullets, decapitation, or... As the joke goes, a stake through the heart. Easiest way to do it, in my opinion, is to try and lure them or stall them into the sun. Or, if you can't wait, the Americans do love the silver bullet variation. Which is a very, very effective way of hunting these creatures. As most of their monstrosities happen to have a uh, weakness to pure and wholly considered uh, materials such as gold, silver, iron, something of the sort there. Uh, A lot of the things you're going to learn from the Americans is they deal with a lot of spirits, and rather than dealing with guns there, they actually have to use iron-based weaponry as iron is a repellent for them. Unlike for physical creatures like this, which is more repelled by silver, such is the case with the werewolf. The werewolf is interesting because this is a hiding type of monstrosity. This blends in with the humans as it is able to transform itself um, whenever it sees a moon, full moon, whatever the case. It is able to transform itself and then act upon its urges if it is not in control of itself, which is why it's hunted down as it can be considered very harmful to the people around it. So rather than having to exterminate them all, we, it, it is better to take them out effectively that way people are not injured as we're trying not to you know involve humans into this the scuffles werewolves are very interesting because they are giant monstrosities that literally rip their body bodies apart when they transform 
And she starts like poking around with like, the body and starts showing you that the muscle fibers are different. They're a lot more torn, ripped apart, and you can see old skin on them from when they transformed. And she starts going over different tactics they know, tactics they use, and the different types of abilities they have, which is the claws, uh, biting, and they can infect people with lycanthropy, which is what... So you learn a lot about more... You learn a lot bit, uh, about the American different monsters and whatnot from this. Um, this wraps up, and you can either go to one more uh, of your choice. You can either go to the Northern, southern, or western branch. You gotta pick one. Uh, with one, I guess, see what the western branch is doing. The western branch is more akin to dragons. As you're walking down, she is actually leading you up now. You all get to the, um, the base floor, where you walk out to the tower... And you actually start going over to behind the tower. Um, she is now going into the basement, as there is a basement um, behind the tower. And starts uh, leading you down into the basement. There you see a very, very large operating table where you can see the dragon. You see there is obviously what is referred to as a dragon sitting there. Um, and she looks at you and says, this is the Western Branch's version of a hollow. Um, you consider them the maleficent mal, uh, malintentions of humanity, rather than your branch having spirits turn into the monstrosities. Humans as a whole create the monstrosities. Okay, and that's why they, uh, they leave a physical body behind? Yes, this is a literal remnant of human maliciousness, given physical form. Which is why, oftentimes, this is they when they do form and they grow, they immediately are, it lose control, as they are sworn with the thoughts and urges of all negative emotions that humans feel. All they know is essentially negative emotions and negative feelings, which lead them to lose control of themselves and to lash out at people, which causes a lot of damage and causes a lot of death, often more times than not. They don't appear very often because it takes a lot for them to form. However, it is known that they do form. When that case does happen, they have a specialized unit come in to help and deal with them. And that is the witches and the, or the witch squad. They are more akin to the dragons, witches, and wizards. And fall, fall into the line of such. When it comes to these, they, the actual dragon is very much different case by case. So all we know is a general idea of what a dragon can be. As she walks over, she starts dealings with the, uh, the, the, sc with the scales of the dragon. But, however, there are often signifiers upon to what type of dragon it is based on its physical attributes. And she starts touching like, the scales and kind of like, like, spreads the wings out with like, all of her strength. If you, you can often tell what type of element they are based on the color of the scales and what kind of variety of abilities they give off of their aura, I guess you can say. Oftentimes, with a, such as this one, which is a blue dragon, this can either be a very water-based or an ice-based, depending on the, due to the, the coloration, the bright colors, and the cold nature to the body, I'm going to assume this is an ice-based dragon. 
oftentimes these are given very mythical type of, of names, whether that be stuff out of fa- uh, fantasy books, uh, mythologies, or overall folklore. One was uh, Snow White, I believe. Another was called Cinderella, if I remember. However, the name really matters not. It's more just the easier way for people to understand or trying to get an idea of what a dragon can do based off a quick glimpse of the name. You know, Snow White, Ice, stuff like that. Um, overall, that is all we're going to have time for today. What I recommend you do for now, Wakumi, is I recommend you go and do an overall study on the basic courses of Tetra. You have an overall idea, so whenever, if you ever you wish, you can absolutely go and learn about the other courses in your free time. But I recommend you start with Tetra right now. Yes, no, I agree. That, that seems wise. I start with there, maybe try to do a field mission, but just, I want to see everything, but right now let me just focus on Tetra. Uh, she then looks at you with a bit of a smile and says, I like how, li- I like how you paid attention to that. Here's a little something from me. And she hands you a very leather-bound book, which is separate from the one, which is a bit thinner, but the papers are newer. That's what you could tell from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the title of it um, is just called Monster Manual. And she looks at you and just says, this is an overall idea of the different races and attributes of the different people here. For now, I'll, give, I'll let you use this. This is one of my own collection. I actually hand-wrote this. Uh, you can use this whenever you like. Use it to help you with studying. And if need be, whenever you get stationed out, please feel free to use this in the field. Oh, goodness, Miss Holly, thank you. This is far too generous. Absolutely not. I want all of my, my not my subjects, but uh, I want all my researchers to be able to come back and help us. Researchers are come by very rare, so I want you all to be here. So with that said... We're going to stop there, and we are going to head over back over to Squad 11. A couple hours pass, and night is coming around. The um, sun has started to go down, and as you two are in your deep sleep, you immediately just hear loud just horns blaring, and the entire room just shakes. And as you both are startled awake, you immediately see that the, the room is clear. Like, there's no one in the room. The room is uh, dark, but you see the, the door is open and the hallway's lit. Oh, God. Five more minutes. They couldn't give us five more minutes. And Mizu's going to hop down um, from his uh, part of the bed, and he's fixing his clothes, adjusting the two blades on his hip, and he's like, hey, hey, it's time to go. Come on. Come on, five more minutes. This is crap. He just jabs him with scabbard. So he's gonna get up too slowly. Now, you don't have to do it. All right, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. So he kind of looks around, notices the room's kind of empty, and it's just them. Hey, where where the hell's everyone else at? We should probably go take the lights, I guess, down the hallway. Damn, so that means we're late now, too? Yeah. We're really going to be in for it, aren't we? Yeah, probably. Let's go. Let's get it over and done with. Ah, screw it. All right. As you all um, walk outside of your room and follow back up the steps you were thrown down, um, 
you notice that there is a lot less noise going down aside from the horns and the, like, the, the drums going down. And as you reach the stairs, you see that the um, there's a lot of like light and commotion going on upstairs, like on uh, outside where the training mats were. Um, what do you guys want to do? You want to yeah. go up? As you all walk up the stairs, um, you will promptly be met with uh, the entire squad is currently outside waiting for you all. And um, once you step out, they're all just start cheering for you all. And if you look at the... Give me, both of you give me a perception Oh, roll. yay. I think that's one of my best. Oh, yes, it is. It's a plus three. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Okay. Zoe, what do you get? Let's roll right now. I got a 19. 19. Both of you notice. Um, uh, just a little bit of like drips hit the top of your head from when you're walking out. But you notice that the um, atop the tower, there is the squad captain just at the top of the tower waiting for you all. Just looking down on you all on a big ass throne. And she is just drinking booze aplenty. And you can tell she's been doing it for a little bit. As there's just been a couple of bottles beside her that have just tipped over and are empty. Well, I... And she just looks to you all and goes, Ah, look, they're out now. Look at them. I hope you all got a good rest. I mean, I could have slept a little bit longer, but that wasn't a choice. Um, out of character triple, uh, do I get the uh, four hit points that I lost? All right. You get the you get the hit points back, yeah. Back to a total of thirteen HP. This is great. This is gonna be great. I'm excited. And she goes, and she looks to you all, and and goes, well. She stands up on her, like, massive throne that she obviously doesn't fit fully in. She has to, like... If she were to, like, sit sideways, she would just meet the edges of, like, the, the seats. And she just looks to you, like, the entire crowd and goes, Well, you boys know what time it is. It's time for the initiation. Better known as the hazing to begin. And she just gets a nasty grin on her face and just looks at you all. And goes, so, like, the minute Mizu hears this, he just unsheathes both, bla- both blades, and he's all ready to go. He's like, uh, and he's just sitting there rotating his neck, crack, you know, the sounds of cracking comes through, and he's like, all right, come on, who's first? Look at that, they're ready to go. Well, it's only natural, I believe, that the person that should fight them should be the ones they're going to get used to the most. And you see the three that you had met earlier uh, step up and uh, look all three of you down with big old grins on their face. And it says, hello, Rumi. How are you? I'm going to feel so much better when I knock that smirk off your face. <sighs> sure, sure, sure. So, and the, uh, the Fuhana... Gets up, gets up and starts standing on the, the throne. So, everyone knows how this works. This works off tournaments, tournament rules. Every time they defeat one of their opponents, 
they move on until I get interested enough to intervene myself. And if they're willing to, and able to, then only then will they be able to survive the entrance hazing. She's basically threatening she'll kill you if you guys don't match up. She can try. She just looks at you all and says, Good luck. I don't like wheat men. Alright. And that is when she kind of, like, raises her hand to one. And, like, imme- like she raises one hand up, uh, directly up, and she and everyone just stops cheering. The music stops. She lowers her hand down. Everyone ba- uh, bows down to her. And she sits back down and says, Greenie, you're up. And you see the orc that was in the, um, the corner of your guys' room uh, doing maintenance on his axe steps forward. And he looks to you all and goes, Good to meet you. I'm Axe. I never formally introduced myself before, but it's good I to meet you. you. Go on. Good. Now both of you come at me. Did he just say to both of us at the same time? I mean, if he if he can handle it, I, of course, you're gonna need it. Go. Otherwise, you're gonna die. And as he says that, Mizu just like goes right into a full sprint and goes oh. right into attacking him. With that being said, yeah, roll for initiative. Rule time. I got twenty two. Eighteen plus Holy four, my shit. guy. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. That's gonna be Michi with the twenty-two. Uh, Zo, what'd you get? <laughs> Which one am I rolling for this? It'll be um, uh, D twenty uh, plus Dex mod. Does so that is a nine plus Dexes. I got a plus two, so eleven. 11, okay. Um, with that being said, he gets a initiative is a plus one, so he's got a 14. So, first off, he's going to be Mitch. is going in for uh, my slashing attacks, and because of my dual soul charm, I get to do three attacks this turn uh, for an action, so yay. All right, go ahead. So, first one is a 15. Second one is a 21. And the other one is a 22. Of them hit. I am going to use uh, two focus points using uh, Overwhelming Advance. Um, I get to re-roll a a d20 and use the new roll for my missed attack. Uh... And that one is right. an 18 plus 6, so... Uh... Alright, so... All right, that that being said, that basically put me down to one point left. This is why I should have used this fun ability last time. Uh, so, a d6, because I'm using short swords. I'm more surprised you're going all out I'm trying to put this bitch down time. first go, my guy. Alright, so... This isn't even the guy that was talking <laughs> He's shit proving to you. a point. 
Um, so first hit is uh, first sword goes gets my proficiency bonus. Uh, that is a uh, ten points of damage on the first hit. Second uh. hit uh, gets a regular four, and then the last hit is three, so a total of seventeen points of damage. All right. With that being the case, Gimlin to por favor. All right. He is going to be there. Uh, he is going to just kind of like look at you, and he is promptly going to return with a great axe hit. Um. Uh, right now, with dual wielder as uh, my chosen feat for this character at level one, um, I have a 15 AC while dual wielding. Uh, okay, okay yeah. yeah, he hits you. Okay. Um, that being said, oh, fuck, I can't roll that. All right, cool, whatever. Fuck it, we we roll. Fuck it, we ball. The website I was using decided, hey, you gotta pay for it. So now I gotta find the dice. Uh, I mean, what, dude, next time, or when I'm off, or when we're done this, I'll put the dice bot in here. We can use a dice bot if we need to. Fuck no. What if I need a DM card <laughs> to roll? I can't have that happen. I just need to find Do you want me to roll a d12? Players. I can roll a d12. No, it's good. Worst comes the worst. I can just. Pull out my fucking dusty, rusty, fucking hate you all dice. Remember, man, I, I I don't got that much health. Don't kill me in the first fucking round, guy. All right, you. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah, that that hurt. Yeah, yeah, that hurt. That sucked. Okay, okay. That was God a low ball it. hit. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Mizu's looking fucked up now. You all, you immediately like, bum-rush this motherfucker. You just hit him with everything you got first off. And he took all of it like a fucking champ. And proceeds to just stare you down. And returns with a upward strike of his great axe. Oh, that sucks. And Mizu just, after the hit hits, just slumps over forward a little bit. He's starting to look a little, he's looking, he's looking hurt. Like bad, but he's got both blades in his hand as blood drips down. He's like, ah, "That's all you got." Still standing. Proceeds to like point the axe over at Zo, over at uh, Mitsurugi, and just kind of like, um, it just kind of like does a little jerk up slightly, like a couple times, just kind of indicate that like, "Come on." That bastard. Alright. be the end of his turn. Alright, so I guess I'm going to rush at this guy because I'm going to take that as an insult. And so I'm going to rush him and unsheathe my blade and strike at the same time in an EI Jutsu manner. Alright, go ahead. Roll a hit. So that would be yep. D20, correct? D20. Um... If you're using that, I think is um, if you use proficient with the weapon, I think he gets uh, uh, it bonus is, with it, right? Uh, whatever your we- uh, whatever your weapon is, 
um, be it a long sword or a short sword. Uh, if it's a long sword, uses your strength mod. If it's a short sword, uses your dexterity mod plus your proficiency if you're proficient with it. Which everyone, whatever, whatever the um, yeah. Soul Reaper Zanpakuto is, they do have proficiency with those weapons already. So yeah, you will have proficiency with it. Yeah. It's... Okay, so proficiency with it. So mm. go ahead. I think you have your katana. So that's a dexterity weapon. Or did we? Yeah, it's, I think it's, I might it's, account yeah, for it's, it's, it's whoever um, whatever they chose because my character is using uh, Wakazashi's, so that's why I'm using Dex. Uh, what'd you so, get? So my roll came out to 11. And then... I don't know what I'm adding up here, but I know my uh, strength is so plus 3. Plus 5, so 16. 16, okay. Uh, 16 just barely hits. Um, go ahead and uh, hit. Okay, so then he'll hit uh, with that, um... Since the orc, I'm assuming, is some gigantic beast, I'm not really going to aim higher. I'm going to aim lower, so I'm going to go for his. I'll pick left leg. Right. So left leg, right, uh, if you're using uh, longsword stats, you can use a D8 or a D10 plus um, would be, I believe, a plus five. Depending yeah. on so, his stat, yeah. So. Yeah, you can use a D10 or a D8 uh, if you're using long swords. This is the part where I apologize to everyone for coughing because uh, Mr. Mr. Triple right now is a bit sick. Alright, so let's see. Roll that jump off. Ooh, she said uh, so two. Points. Seven points. Alright. With that being said, I will. It's your turn, buddy. Top of the order. It's back Going to for uh, them. Three slashes in. Three slashes. So, oh no, it technically would be four. Yeah, it'd be four because I get two attacks because <laughs> of the dual soul plus my one basic. So, yeah, I'm going to just roll four because my offhand as well. Uh, 16 for the first. Right, go for it. Uh, if I remember correctly, it barely hits. Uh, a two that yep. misses. Uh, 16 again. Uh, so two, and then 19. So I got three hits. All right. So first hits, with it. main hand. So this gets my bonus. Seven points of damage. And these are just. These are just flat D6. All right. Uh, two. So five. Uh, so it was seven, nine, and 11, 11 points of damage. So right, as he this? sees Mitsurugi go for the low shot, Mizu in a swing of uh, the best I could say, like windmilling, uh, full crescent moon style slashes down the first time and then he goes back up for a second with his main hand misses then his off hands come down right out of uh you know right out of the periphery of the orc and just chops into him twice and takes him down right to the chest twice across the chest with his off hand 
with that being said, as soon as he do that, he uh, takes the hit, and he just kind of like stops, and he's down on his knee right now. Like you, you made him bend the knee, and he just gets back up and just says, "All right, my loss." And Mizu, and as he does, Mizu just back gives him a head bow, and he goes, "Respect, respect." For context, that first hit you did <laughs> took out half his health in one go. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I my only one of my attacks are um, like my first two attacks, and then my last two attacks are usually you know split between my main hand and my off hand. So if I miss like those main ones, then I'm throwing like just straight up d6s. So yeah. Um, that being said. Now it's time for the second guy to come out. You see the Oni come out, and he's looking at you all with a, just a giant smile on his face. He goes, look at this, you guys did pretty well. And um, since you guys did well before, and you look up and you see the, um, the, the captain is just drinking, just laughing her ass off the fact that the, dude, the, the orc got beat. You can hear her just go in the background. Looks like somebody needs more training. <sighs> Mizu's and just, Mizu's just, just smirking. Even though he's got storm. like the giant gash across his chest and blood pouring on his body, he's just so happy right now to be doing this. He's in his paradise right now. He's like, "This is great. I feel amazing. This is awesome." <laughs> well, it looks like you got your I first star. Trying to make the Piccolo reference, I was gonna do it, but I was trying not to. You can do this. You feel great. You can do this. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. All right. <laughs> um. With that being said, the Red Oni walks up and goes, "Oh, look at that! Look at that! Somebody's not doing I'm too well." Well, in the spirit of fighting, he's gonna throw uh, uh, you. Let me. Um, Mizukura. Mizukura. Kaze. He's gonna look at Kaze and he's gonna throw you a glass That's bottle with like red liquid in it. Zubi. And he goes. He goes. And drink he that. And he literally had to get like a small. Like, it can't be person. anything worse than right now, and he just chugs the green bottle down. And he goes, "All right." That being said, fight time. And um, that is a HP initiative. Back from that. Um, what does um, I don't? I've never I, used. I think it's like a D four campaign four, so I don't really. I'll, we'll just go with a D four healing. So, I mean, anything's better than three points of HP left. Let me see. D4 uh, two D four plus two. Three. All right. Hold on. I'll. I can do that for you. Yeah, because I only got one dice over here, man. Oh Jesus! Thank God, I'm back to full health. Yeah, I, I looked down, I'm like, oh shit, look at Mizu that, that's just, a max roll. Uh, cracks his back, then cracks his neck, and goes, ah, thanks for the little bit of a pick-me-up, I think it's time for you to have some fun too, and he just points 
one blade goes on his shoulder. The the white handled katana lays on his shoulder, and he points at the other one. Adam's like, "Let's have some fun there, big guy." And he goes, "Oh, it's gonna be great." Uh, he proceeds to uh, look at you guys and starts walking uh, towards you. Roll for initiative again. You know, this is this is the, this is the option I'll give you. Do you guys want to keep the the roll option right now, or the current roll, uh, or I'll do you want my, to? Um, I'll keep my. Uh, I'll do keep you want my, to reroll? Uh, so wants to reroll his. He can reroll his if he wants. Well, I'm fine with that. You fine with this? Okay. Well then, I'm fine with this. We'll keep that order going. So first up is Wash. going to be going for four four attacks you, all for the you, fun all right first one is a 21 second one is that a is. Se- uh, an eight oh, eight in total uh eight again that does not hit and oh god a nat one all right so that Ooh, go ahead all right, so we'll we'll do that yeah. first one, and then we'll do that that, that one. All after. right, ten points of damage. All right, ten points. He is looking at you with a smile on his face. He goes, "What's well, wrong? Out of steam already?" And as you say that, and as he says that, you you get mad a little bit because it feels like you're being antagonized. And as you charge forward to make your your fourth swing, uh, you slip on the blood that you are already like profusely bleeding out. You slip and you miss your cut completely, uh, and fall prone because you have uh, you are now on your back, like um, slipped on your own blood. Oh god damn it! This is embarrassing. Uh, it is now the Oni's turn, and he is promptly going to start laughing and goes. Uh, yep, been there, been that. Very good, very good. Anyway, big club time, and he's gonna pull out a giant club with a um giant with just the pieces of metal like built into it. Like there's just a giant wooden club with massive metal rods shoved into it, and he is going to roll <laughs> a nat one. So as he makes his own strike, he swings down, slips on your blood too. And proceeds to just swing right and is now also uh, knocked himself prone. Whoops. Stab this guy. He's down. He's down. Stab him. Oh. Yep. Turns over. Zoe, your turn. Alright, so he's about to go dart at him. He's going to take advantage of this. You guys were supposed to be tough. This is crap. I'm on it. So he charges at him, jumps up in the air. Unsheaths his blade, ready to go stab down at him. I roll. That says two plus five, so that's a uh, seven. It would be with advantage because he is prone. So roll again and yes. Oh yeah. So add your modifier. Yeah, add your uh, modifier. So another two. Mm. So another two. So that's nine then. <clears throat> Yeah, you do not have action action surge yet, so it's not like you can use your action surge. So I think the nine misses, right? 
All right, so back, yes, back to the top. Um, okay. But as you were going, I was just making sure we're back to the top. Uh, Mizu is going to use yeah, half yeah, his good, uh, movement to get back up uh, to his feet uh, as conditions of getting up, and he is going to do four slashes again, all with advantage. So we'll go with the first hit. Uh, three, roll again. Uh, so the first hit was a nine. Uh, eight for the second hit. hit. Um, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Fourteen for the second uh, roll. All right, so this is the third roll. So the first hit, hit was uh, an eighteen for the first. Uh, eighteen uh, in total. 18, uh, 18 for, um, for, uh, other off or for my last of my, cause I get three attacks and then my offhand. Yeah. Okay. And then this is the right, final, so this is the offhand. Uh, eight for the first one, uh, th uh 19 yes. for the second one. So offhand for nine. Uh, uh, four because so I hits? have total because uh, the uh, charm gives me two attacks plus um, my uh, normal one and then my offhand for uh, is my bonus action though so. all right so you're uh, off, how many times do the the offhand uh, okay. nineteen um, would you roll for the offhand one. Okay, so... 19? Uh, 19 right, does So hit. this one gets a plus so six two hit. for the first one. Uh, that is eight points of damage. And this is D6. Uh, nine, uh, three right. points of damage. So a grand total of 11 points. With that being said... Uh, as soon as you do your stabbing motion... He is promptly going to attempt to grapple your hand and then just grab your hand and then so keep it opposed. inside him. Okay. He is going to grab so your hand and prevent you from pulling out actively. Um, you can All attempt, right. so, but I'm going to counter with strength. Uh, 21. He is going to get... What is his bonus here? Let me see his summary. Athletics is a plus six. You got a what? Yeah, no, he, you were fucking stuck. What? He grips your oh. hand as soon as you stab him, and he just pulls you in, pulling the sword in further. And he goes, um, <laughs> he uh, no means no. No means no. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, Mizu is going to end his turn there. As soon as he starts, uh, he is going to use that as his um, his bonus action, and he is going to promptly attempt to attack you. Okay, so he'll get with his uh, giant club. Yeah. So that is going to be uh, fifteen. Cause that I'm is going right to be what's your AC? All right. So yeah, it, it uh, beats. It beats. Yeah. He hits you with a. Hold up. Got cocked. 
<laughs> I don't want you to die yet, so I'm not gonna reroll that. Uh, alright, cool. Um, it's gonna hurt, just Ooh, not as okay. bad. You okay. take, uh, eight okay. points of damage. Yeah, 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 Mizu is feeling that one. It's like, ah! I can imagine... Could imagine it's kind of like um, he's gonna start Android, laughing. Uh, Eighteen, like kicking Vegeta in the arm kind of situation, but he just clubs Mizu in like the rib cage or something. Oh yeah, no, he's keeping you at just the right distance. Uh, on the downside, um, now that he's like this in this situation, um, any hits on him will be an advantage right. because he is not able to use an arm right now. And he is promptly being stabbed currently, so yeah. any hits on him will be at an advantage. So do we, we right. do do the bonus. Do the bonus. So Zo, your turn. Okay, so he is going to see this and charge again. And hopefully he can strike him in his chest, which is where he's aiming for right now. With a downward strike. Alright, roll to hit. So it says three plus the five, plus so that's an proficiency eight. Proficiency bonus because you have advantage. Eight. So plus two. Yeah. So that would be ten. ten. So ten. Uh, that right. does not hit. So you do just like a quick like uh, dash and stab motion to him. But he mm -hmm. able, he's able to see you just in time, so he's able to dodge out of the way before your stab goes through. Um. So I'll put you just behind him right now. Okay. And um, with that being said, Mizu, your turn. Going you gonna try to get out of the ground? Try or are you gonna and let go and him. do something else. Uh, because uh, which arm does he have? By the way, does he have my uh, main hand or my offhand? He is going to have your. Uh, right, so what? I'm gonna um, say your main hand. Okay, so just curious. So I'm just thinking at what I could possibly. I'm just looking over what I have here. Um, hmm. I think he's going to try and break free. Yeah. Alright, so we're right, uh, we'll, we'll uh, to try and get away from this. Uh, 17. Alright. So yeah, Mizu's going to like barely push break off, out of it. as he's pushing off to get free, he takes his offhand. Uh, the the white handled katana and he just slashes across his chest as he's pushing away. So I'll use my boner. All right. So as soon as he does that, he kind of like lets go because he doesn't want to lose his fingers. And uh, yeah, promptly so, you uh, rip the sword out of his chest. And I will give you a damage roll for that, and right. I'll give you a plus four to that also. Because technically you're pulling a weapon out of his right, chest. So you want too. me to roll my uh, damage uh, dice? Alright, and am I using my yes, main hand modifier or no? Okay, so I'm, I'm rolling to, am I rolling to hit for that or am I rolling for damage? Okay. Uh, five. Damage. That's what I rolled to spell. Five? Okay. That means you're just he like, is looking fucking, quite ugh, bloody right now. Thank you for grabbing me, bitch. And he just stands <laughs> back and is like, okay, let's try and finish him before he finishes us. Got it? Mm -mm. 
promptly he's gonna look at you two and he's gonna be like, um, there's one thing I don't understand yet. Neither of you are letting it loose. We're fighting at our full capacity right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, nah, nah. If you're going to be here, you need to learn something. And proceeds to um, do a feeling that you all know way too well. He's going to roll an intimidation roll. And he is going to roll... What is his intimidation roll? Um, alright, that is going to be 16, make a will save. So, wisdom save? Or a uh, wisdom save. That's cocked. Wisdom? Uh, 20. Yeah, 17 plus 3. 20, alright, you pass. Zoe, make a wisdom save. You got a three? Yeah. Uh, did you add... Do you have any modifiers going to that? I don't... I don't... Yeah, no, my wisdom's at plus zero, so... Alright, yeah, no, you're good. In that case, um, it doesn't affect you. Um, it doesn't affect Music. you. Meets, uh, what the fuck? Hold up. Mizu, it doesn't affect you. There's two Mizus right now. There's Mizu and there's Mitsu. That's why it was confusing me. Uh, Mizu, you're not too affected, but it is a feeling you're well, you're well enough known for. Uh, if this is that intimidation thing that, that the uh, the previous captains have done onto you. The uh, the the okay. releasing all of their uh, their spiritual pressure. They're doing that onto both of you currently. And that is what he is currently doing to you. Both. He goes, you two can't do this yet. About time you learned. And he's just gonna like he's just gonna start like uh, proceeding to like uh do his intimidation thing for his uh his turn. Rather than attacking you both, he's gonna have you both uh do that instead. Uh he's gonna start uh telling you guys to start increasing your spirit pressure. And then to let it, like, charge up to a bursting point. And he is going to actively explain to you how to do this. Because he wants this to be a bit more interesting. And is going to proceed to spend his entire turn explaining this to you. Um, <laughs> that is going to be his turn. Uh, Zoe, if you want, um, you can spend this turn to either break out of this intimidation... Using your own wisdom save real quick, or you could try to counteract with your own intimidation at disadvantage. Oh, okay. Let's, um. Yeah, so he kind of doesn't like this intimidation, and he doesn't like that he's feeling intimidated, especially since the captain didn't make him feel as intimidating prior. So he kind of feels like he's lacking somewhere, so he wants to intimidate back. So. He will spend this to intimidate and 12 plus 1, so that's a 13. 
All his was, was... Let me roll mine real quick, counter. You just barely make it. Um, so, you currently, like, let off your own burst. Uh, you are getting hit with, like, um... Almost, almost as if you, you, you've been pissed off this entire fight. It's almost as if you've been ignored this entire time. Not getting right. hit, not being targeted at all, and honestly, it's pissing you off. And this guy taking the time out of his day to tell you guys directly to your face that he wants a better fight, so he's going to actively teach you guys how to fight better, just makes you to your breaking point. Do so you listen to him, and you just charge up everything you have. Like, you put your spiritual pressure on, like, high burst, let it charge up to its almost breaking point, and then you release it all in one go with just a massive wave of anger. And oh. your spiritual pressure just releases out like at full force towards him. Alright. Yeah. You know, I've had just about enough of this crap. First, you guys ignore me. Second, you treat me like I'm a child. And third, you're just sitting there talking to me and then teaching me how to fight. I know how to fight. Damn it! Dude, so he, he, just that shit off. he is gonna just like get like off foot that you guys learned that you got that so quickly. It is and it's gonna like lose his. He's gonna lose his grip on you. So uh, he is no longer intimidating you. You are in fact intimidating him. You have an advantage on the uh, next hit. Uh, this is now going to go to if Zo. If you want to use that for your turn. Um, yeah, then it'll right. go right back to uh, Izu sees Mitch. him lose his shit, and Mizu decides to look at this guy. And, like, the look of excitement and joy that was written on his face before has now this twisted and darkened, and pure anger just right or just riddles his face. And he goes, For too long playing the nice guy but now it's time to actually play the crashing waves of my anger have officially been here and it just irradiates starts like pushing out his key or his uh his spiritual pressure so i will attempt the intimidation role as well oh yeah this is gonna be great because i have Plus one to my charisma. Uh, 15. Fifteen? Uh, let me roll against that. <laughs> uh, that works. So yeah, as he, like, too. explodes, um, it's kind of like when, uh, almost kind of like when Kimpachi does it, uh, the first time he releases it, uh, with Ichigo, where it's, like, the big demon forms behind him. But as it forms, it turns into like almost like an angelic wing shooting out of the right side of his arm. And he just raises the blade to his right and he goes, you're next. All right. With that, I'm going to tell you guys real quick how this works. Uh, you guys being in the squad 11 fighting squad, you have access to this intimidation skill or this intimidation skill. Which is essentially in, in Bleach just how they fucking do their whole release their spiritual pressure and it makes everybody around them fucking freeze the fuck up. Um, this is a action. So you can do bonus actions and whatnot, but this does count as an action to do this. 
and it will give you intimidate. It will give you advantage on the next hit, and put them in a fear state. The enemy you do this on. Um, uh, yeah, so I do. And that's do you have any bonus off. actions you want to do, Mitch? Alright, so this one gets uh, plus. Flash with your off and go for the hit. Fish of my buff proficiency bonus. Uh, <laughs> uh, nat twenty. All right, so how we roll? Are we rolling? Do it to uh, it, brother. You got crit that? damage. All right, so I rolled uh, double damage. Two. Double so damage. Four points of damage. With the offhand. Four points. All right. Uh, immediately, he's gonna try to like counter. Um, he's already used his intimidation skill, um, and he's already been intimidated. So what he's gonna do now is he's gonna try to make a save to get out of it or clear himself out. And, um, I want you guys to roll against me, starting with Zoe. Just roll a straight d20. Uh, that's four. You get a what? Four. Four? <laughs> well, luckily enough for you, he got a nat one. So he fails, he's still intimidated. Um, he can't do anything else than that, because all he has is just the main attack. So, he's done. Uh, it's going to go right back to you, though. So, now's your time to do it. Alrighty. So, I'm just attacking him. Now we're really reading it. So, that is a 11. What are you using? Are you using an online dice roller? Yeah, I'm, I'm using the... the, the yeah. oh, what yeah. the hell is this damn thing? The, the Beyond... Don't, don't ever, don't ever do that. They, they, they are so sketchy with their rolls. Just, I can roll for you if you want, bro. They, they, they don't ever give you good rolls. <laughs> yeah, I've just been clicking and going at it. That's it. No, no, online dice rollers are just rigged as hell. Damn. Dude, do you want me to roll for you? Sure, that works. Uh, good thing too. You're doing an uh, attack. Think, What's your strength? Yeah, I think I think it was a plus five. Uh, uh, overall strength. Plus five yeah, yeah. to damage. I think. Plus five. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, you hit uh, a seventeen. Uh, would he? So uh, would he still have advantage or the proficiency? And what's of, the damage uh, in your weapon? The fear. I I know. I'm just making sure that's still in effect. Oh yeah, no, no, he got the hit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in fear effect right now. Okay. Um. Yeah. You. You hit. You hit him good. Good hard. Good hard hit. Good hard hit. All right. I like that. Cause he gonna get slashed in his chest for that bullshit he pulled on me. Oh yeah, don't that dead ass. No. You hit this motherfucker. <laughs> good hard. So as he's um, still intimidated by me, I'm gonna dash towards him. And then again, in the ER Jutsu motion, my sword is sheathed. I'm going to jump up and then aiming for a stress, I'm going to unsheathe and then slash upwards. Um, and the slash is going to have a fire looking thing to it, but it's not really a fire attack. It just has like this, like, you know, like the Reiatsu's effect and whatnot kind of has like this burning look to me. 
You're flooding your sword with Riatsu and just like giving it that little fiery effect. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Roll for damage. And... Ten. Ten? Ten. How do you want to do this? How do I do it? <laughs> hey, creative man. How do I go about this? Up to you. How do you want to? How do you want to end them? How do you want to end them? This is up to you. Be creative. Oh yeah. All right. So the upward no decapitations. Oh no no no! He's not. I don't want him to die. I just want him to feel my wrath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. So as I jumped up, like I said, I unsheathed, lights up, it's got this flame hole glow thing to it. He gets hit across the chest, and as I'm falling down, this time with two hands, I'm going to grab the bottom of my sword, and I'm going to slash down as I'm falling down with. And with that V for Vendetta, I see. Mm-hmm. Alright, with that being said, he takes his knee. And he is down on the ground with one arm clutching the uh, the wound. Dropped his weapon and go, Oh shit! Oh, it! Ah. Perfect. All right. And a and as you two like are there, like, like just God damn it, panting your rough. fucking life out because you've just been through two fucking hard battles. You hear cackling from atop the mansion. You hear a cackling on top of the tower, and the captain is just laughing her ass off. After the whole situation, Fuha is just uh, on top of the tower, giggling to herself, talking. <laughs> he taught them how to beat him. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Anyway, it's enough entertainment for me tonight. She's gonna clap her hands, and immediately the drums gonna start back up again. All right, let the newbies rest. They did a good enough job. Good enough on the boys for not for not killing them too hard and giving them a chance. And you see the boys you've been fighting just kind of get back up and go and just kind of like do a little nod to YouTube, being like, "All right, good job, good job." Um, and they are proceeding to just kind of be like, "Uh, the Oni is gonna walk up to both of you and go, I've never seen anybody with that much talent to pick that up or that quickly with not without knowing about it. You guys been hit with that before?" Yeah, the I believe the, I, th I think the captain. I think the captain or someone the, did the, it the first time thing? we met them. I remember being forced to my knees. That sucked. Yeah. Yeah. All the captains can do that. That's just they're that strong. It's the difference in like power. Sudden surges of it can do it. Anyway. I need to go lay down, and he's just gonna like pat both of you on the shoulder. Good fight, good fight. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow. Excited for tomorrow now. With that being stated, uh, we're gonna end off here, and I will end the this one with him. Yes. Uh, due to your large knowledge and your gaining the ability of. Uh, of monster, uh, your your monster manual knowledge. Uh, I'm giving you favored favored enemy. Just due to you having uh having the monster manual now and your your overall knowledge focus of it. Go ahead and have that ability for you. Just pick one monster that you don't like and say fuck that one specifically. 
Uh, it could be from anyone. Hollows, it could be anything. Okay. Um, uh, you two, since you're part of Squad 11, you get their intimidation for um, the weed smoker that is in... Uh, uh, for which squad is... Or, or is Seven. Del in? Uh, uh, seven, I believe. Seven. Yeah. Uh, squad seven. K. Okushima is in Squad seven, if I wrote that down correctly. Draw Squad seven. Yep. Squad seven is here. Here my notes. Uh, they will be getting a um, uh, medical knowledge and nature buff, and your boy in stealth will. Uh, since he's not here right now, I'm just gonna go ahead and let him know afterwards. Uh, Ooh, he's getting okay. a little bit. Uh, he's learning how to shunpo. Um. Uh, for now, we're gonna end it off here. And I'm going to have the pan out be of a very familiar looking guy with a red jacket, a gun, and a sword. Or a, uh, a knife looking over you guys as you guys fought. And just kind of like snickering to himself and goes, this year's recruits are good. And we're going to end it there. And with that being said, um, very sudden, bit of a shorter episode. Um, sorry, I'm sick right now, so if I haven't been a full performance-wise, then, uh, there's, there's my reason. Uh, <laughs> uh I uh, have been overall, Mitch, I've been uh, I've Mizukaze, been and Co-DM. I've been Kemi, playing, uh, Wakumi. And I have been Zo playing Kiyoshiro Mitsurugi. And with that being said, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hopefully, when I'm not sick. On Dragon Ball, my wife has Dragon Ball. Robot Tokai. Hello, everyone. It's Mitch. Thank you for listening to Roll Pocto this week. We appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to our little shenanigans. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on the platform of your choice and leave us a review to help us get a little bit better on the algorithm. And we'll see you guys next time when it's time to Roll Pocto. Peace out, everyone.